The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. Ethan McCarthy from Primitive Man, and you are listening to Radioactive Metal. Uh, this is Kyle from Realize, and you're listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Kareen, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a primal episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 625. Well, that's a cool round number there. It is good round uh, Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the liquid that is in Snowy's mug right now. It's not just any coffee. It's not Canadian Timmy Horton's coffee. It is True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T Coffee.com, the most metal coffee out there. It is hotter than a church in Norway. Um, I was going to kind of try to come up with something tastier than something, but I had nothing off the top of my head, so we're just going to stay there. But go to T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T Coffee.com, subscribe today, because not only will you not run out of hot, delicious coffee, well, it's only going to be hot if you brew it hot, So, but it's definitely going to be delicious, even cold. But... Um, you will get not one, but two great bands every week, right? And so he's going to be drinking a lot of coffee this episode because it's only like 10.30 in the morning his time, which means he's probably been up for like 10 minutes, you know, because he probably only went to bed two hours ago because, you know, that's that's the life of the mayor of the Canadian rock scene in Canada. That's what happens to you there. Um, yeah. And like, here's the contrast. This, we're going to call this the uppers and downers episode because he's drinking coffee. I'm drinking beer. You know? Oh, so, yeah, that is. Yeah. Huh. You know, so what's going on there, snowman? Uh, well, um, good and bad, good and bad. I'm going to get to a lot of cool stuff that was kind of announced and happened to me through the last seven days but um there's some stuff up here that kind of sucked diddly ox flanders um 
with everything that's going on in the world, okay, Manitoba, okay, but the province in which I hail, yeah, was doing pretty well. You know, I've got on the show here many times lately saying, you know, we're doing so well and this and that, and there's very few cases and everyone's healthy, happy, we're doing so well. Uh, not so much lately. You may recall, I don't know if it was, I think it was a couple episodes ago now where I raked a couple normie clubs over the coals. Yes. Yep. Or, I remember that. Uh, Probably about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was, uh, the, I, as, as I was going home, I was transferring around midnight to downtown across the street from this fucking club that there's no way that I would ever go into. Okay. The place was packed. No social distancing. They were lined up outside to get in. No masks. No nothing. Right. And this place got dinged pretty pretty hard in terms of fines for not following these guidelines. Okay. Um, the province has gone back to... It's not quite a state of emergency, but 54 new cases as we speak were announced and now you you might think well 54 that's nothing like some places in the u.s you get 54 a minute right <laughs> right like chicago yeah 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 i mean we're we're still doing really well but not it's that's uh, uh, yeah, a big jump from where you were of... you know and i mean it's it's kind of funny because you're obviously very connected to the metal scene. That's the whole point of this show. And when we talk about it, like everything that's going on in, in the metal community there seems like everybody has their head screwed on tight and mm. like, okay, like let's take the proper precautions. And cause we still want to have shows. Cause I mean, that's really the biggest thing is like, how bad do you want to have a show? And they want to have a show. And then, You've got the people that will condemn the metal and tell us that we're dumb or the music's noise and blah, 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 blah. And so what are they doing? Acting like the pandemic never happened. Yeah. They're probably licking each other all night and, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They've actually gone and traced the cases to young people bar hopping. Shocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, I know. Because I see it. It's not bar hopping from the metal scene because the clubs that I frequent and all that, you know, lots of people wearing masks and the the social distancing, limited capacities and all that. So, no, no, the Winnipeg metal scene is doing well. The rest of the province, uh, not so much. So now we're kind of at the point where mass starting this monday as we speak it'll be you know five five days after you first hear this or four days after um masks will be mandatory in public and 10 and a capacity of 10 people gathering at once in public were they were masks ever mandatory for you guys up there no, no, okay. not uh, a lot of a lot of stores, individual stores started implementing it themselves. Okay, and like I remember, the very first store was um, Hot Topic. I didn't have a mask on, and I was I was going to go in there, and nope, nope, no mask, no no entry. I was actually 
oh, though they were probably going to have what I was looking for, but good on them. You know, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad they're turn. I'm glad they're turning me away. It was reminding me that I probably should have had, you know, my mask on and all that. Yeah. I mean, I, so. I've been very vocal that I don't like it. I don't want to wear one, and I wear one as little as I have to. Mm-hmm. But because things have been so up and down, and I can't tell who has what laws about whatever anymore, um, I, I pretty much just have one on me at all times. And I get out of the car, I put the mask on, I walk into wherever it is I'm going, I assess the situation and see what I, you know, maybe I take it off, maybe I just leave it on. You know, because it, it, I mean, the big thing, and th- this is something for the young people to consider, and being that I was a young person, I know it's falling on deaf ears, because it would have fallen on deaf ears with me too, probably. Um, but it, I'm trying to be more considerate of other people's feelings. I mean, mm-hmm. when this is all over, I have so many people that I will tease relentlessly for their level of germophobia. Um but this is not the time to, to you know, dig into them about that. Like, we'll let it all subside then and be like, I think you went overboard, you know. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, but as of right now, everyone do what they think needs to be done and yeah. what's what's best for them. Yep, yep. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have. And there you have, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Before we get on with everything, we do have a little bit of house cleaning. By the time you hear this, our former co-host and good buddy, Corrine, will have celebrated another spin around the sun. Happy birthday, dear. Happy birthday, Corrine. Yeah, yeah. Not going to mention her age because, I don't know, some... Some women, you know, with when it comes to their age and all that, once they start getting up there, holy shit, it's green old. Holy jeez. Well, she's at least 21, so we'll, we'll just <laughs> stop least. there. Yeah, yeah. And we want to say happy birthday and horns up to the big boss man, Rich at Pure Rock Radio, who has turned the big 5-0. Oh, dude, he beat us to 50. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so happy birthday, my friend. And for all that you do and all that you've done for Radioactive Metal over the years, it's like, like we've said before on the show more than once. I don't know how he puts up with us but hey that just gets the intestinal fortitude of a great man oh yeah so happy birthday before we get on with the grunt with today's episode i want to want to not really drop a track but i want to bring the attention to everyone october 16th courtesy of metal blade records a very special single is going to drop last year we lost artillery's um, morton stutzer he had passed away that kind of particularly hit us hit us here because his brother michael is a radioactive metal alum i remember when artillery came through town and we had a fantastic chat and it was a great night and all that and unfortunately we lost his brother last year in honor and memory of Morton. The band is releasing a special uh, track, special single 
called The Last Journey. And the B-side is featuring a cover of Metallica's Trapped Under Ice. Rock on. Yeah, yeah. This wicked track, but this single came across my desk. And I don't want to play the full single because really I want to get everyone, I want everyone to get out there and uh and grab this special seven inch single october 16th from artillery in honor of morton stutzer so to get us on with a grunt here's a little uh sample of, of the last journey from artillery been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Hey, dude, what you got? All right, man. So I literally just this moment right now discovered that today there's going to be a group chat going on for Collect All Monsters. It's a YouTube channel. I don't know if we talked about it on the show before, um, but they used to have a podcast called Kaiju Cast, and that just wound down like last year. And he's been moving to YouTube and doing all kinds of cool stuff. But they're going to be talking about vintage Kaiju vinyl, and so I'm kind of excited to see or hear oh, how that wow. goes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But like, what I find interesting though is like sometimes the vintage stuff is cool. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I wouldn't have bought this the first time around because it just doesn't look cool. You know, but but I'm really, really weird about that kind of stuff. You know, but yeah. anyway, so um, Ace Freely Origins 2 came out, and I think it was probably like at least a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Dude, that record is killer. Okay. That's his, that's his cover record, right? So Space Trucking was the one we were talking about probably three mm-hmm. or four weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is really good. And Lita Ford is on Jumpin' Jack Flash, I think. I think that's the one she does the um, the vocals on. All right. Oh, dude, it's killer. It's like you've got to check it out. I've got to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That, the the whole album. I was I was giving a spin the other morning when I was working. I'm like, man, this is good. And it's it's interesting because, like, I don't expect Ace to always sound as heavy as his guitar sounds sometimes. Um, so like some of it, I'm like ah. I don't know. Like, like it would start out just sounded too heavy, and then the song picked up. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. This is good. But then, of course, they cover a Kiss song, which is hysterical. They cover She, and uh-huh. like, well, that sounded fantastic because in it fucking better because you know he played it the first time, first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that spins me into this one that I just discovered this morning. Me and John Katic have been texting a lot, you know, just random stuff. And he sends to me and Sean, also from Iron City Rocks, this uh, link to Reggae Kiss in Spotify. Oh. It's good. New York Groove was my favorite. Like, Mm -hmm. New York Groove is awesome. And I would have never pictured these songs in a reggae vibe. I'm like, I'm really digging them. And the fact that they're working so well in reggae just goes to tell you that, you know, these songs were well written in the first place, you know. 
because they sound killer. <laughs> All right. So do you have the Peacock channel up in Canada yet? I do not. I do not. Okay. You actually recommended that, and I went looking for it on my Roku TV, and, and it's just, I, yeah, I couldn't find it. Man, well, I really hope that they expand into that border because uh, that's NBC Universal, right? Is and it's the NBC TV down here, and so they're they're trying to get into the streaming market. Their original launch was supposed to happen when the Olympics were going to happen this year, and quite honestly, their launch sucked. Like they, you could not have done a worse launch for a streaming platform without planning it um, to be that bad. But you know, they they've they've got a lot of good content, but you couldn't stream it anywhere. So it finally came to Roku. And now that it's on Roku, I started messing around looking for stuff. And dude, like they have like all this old monster movie stuff. Now, when I texted you, I was told you I was watching the creature from the black lagoon and I was, but I was watching the third one. It's called the creature walks among us. The first one's not on there. Uh At least not yet, but they've got Frankenstein. They've got Dracula. They've got, um, the Wolfman, they've got Curse of the Werewolf, like the mummy, like Abbott and Costello meet somebody, probably meet the mummy or meet somebody, but like they've got all these old classic Universal Monster films. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so good. Like there's there's really a ton of good con- content on Peacock. But then, and here's the real bummer, because I really wanted you to watch this show. They have a sitcom on there called AP Bio, and apparently it started on network TV. Um, dude, it is the most wrong show that I have seen on network TV. It's like, like these kids that are in, uh, supposed to be in advanced placement biology in high school, right? And just really socially awkward kids and they just look awkward and everything. Their teacher is a former Harvard professor and it was kicked out of Harvard. The, the season, like the whole series opens with these kids like sitting in the classroom. Nobody's there. And they hear this commotion outside while this guy crashes his car into the, into the sign for the high school. Right. And right. this, and I guess he, like he swerved around a bicyclist and the bicyclist starts coming over to like cuss him out. He goes to his trunk, grabs a big crowbar. The cyclist runs off. He's like, Whoa, he's like, Oh, come on, come on back. And then the kids are all watching this in horror. Well, then that guy walks through their door, throws the crowbar on the desk. He's like, I'm your new teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my goodness. It was so good. And the the ridiculous things they do. The ridiculous things they do the whole way through this. And, like, each episode is only, like, 30 minutes. But I texted it to a buddy of mine. I'm like, dude, have you seen AP Bio? He goes, what's that? I'm like, Peacock, do you have it? He's like, yeah. I'm like... Watch it. it like 30 minutes later, dude, how do we not know about this show? <laughs> so fucking good. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend that. And especially like um, when I found those horror movies, like obviously I am holding off till October 1st to really go crazy because this is exactly what I needed. Like I can watch the old classic horror movies and join you in the horror challenge and, uh-huh. and watch more than I've watched in a long time here. Um, for for movies, but I'm I'm really excited about those. And then, last but not least, you may be familiar with the fact that I'm a bit of an Iron Maiden fan. Um, I heard a rumor. Yep, yeah, yeah. There's been rumors circulating for years on the internet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I am I am especially a big Steve Harris fan. And Tech Twenty One is a company that makes um 
direct boxes, right? And guitar effects, but I know them because they make direct boxes for recording. And what a direct box is, is typically used for bass, which, so you can take your bass signal straight into the PA or straight into a recording. And um, I have one here that's right beside me that I use for recording. It's just the bass driver DI. And it sounds great. Like they're called sans amp for a reason because they, they emulate tube amps. And um, somehow Steve Harris got a hold of a pedal they made for Doug Pinnock of King's X, right? You know, and, mm-hmm. and again, another phenomenal bass player. Oh, and for sure. Steve's like, shit, this sounds really good. And um, so they started talking to him. And for when he did the British Lion Tour, they built him a pedal so he didn't have to take his full rig. So he could just take this pedal and run through the PA with it. And I I bought one of those for recording because like I know I like that sound. I modeled my sound after it. And dude, it's freaking killer. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so killer. Because because like like it's got some good drive. So you can get like the um the Ace of Spades Lemmy distorted bass sound. Um, you can get like that big full sound. You can get some nice um nice like bigger jazzier bass sounds but yeah like i'm i'm really digging this pedal and i'm looking forward to finding some more creative ways on how to use it but that's my metal fix right on on. you go boy you go boy before i get into what i've been doing this week yeah thank you for reminding me but um yeah with uh what's we should have mentioned this at the top of the hop but we had obviously a lot a lot going on but yeah this coming and we'll already be a couple days into it but um it is october it is that time of year and in snowy manner and on radioactive metal what that means is that your cool uncle snowy every year takes the the october halloween horror movie challenge which is basically trying to watch 31 horror films throughout the month of October leading up to Halloween. Now, I've been doing this for, oh, I, I want to say a good 10 years now. Easily. And Easily, because it, it started yeah. long before I, I came on the show. Like, I remember hearing about it as a fan. Oh, right on, right on. And you might think, well, I love horror films. I can, you know, I, I could take this challenge. I could do that. Well, yeah, but... It's not that you can't watch watch 31 horror films. The trick is finding the time, being able to dedicate that time. And I guess if there's nothing going on, everything is kind of being shut down up here, that's going to kind of work to my advantage. Let's let let let's let's find some positive let's let's get a positive out of out of a negative here if we're going to kind of go into a semi-lockdown because of the covidness and all that well this would be a good time to get a head start on the horror movie challenge and all that but just unfortunately there were some horror films that were planned up here that were going to be airing at the park theater that i always talk about in the month of october and that's seriously might not happen now so yeah yeah that's too bad but um yeah i'm going to uh going to be taking the horror film challenge and once again and i want to throw it out to all of our listeners to play along with me as well i'm interested to see exactly if everyone is able to pull it off and of course we should have mentioned the top of the hop 
Today, right after we are done recording here, I'm stepping out into the Winnipeg wilderness because it is Record Store Day again today. So excited, so excited. Um, I'm just going to, I don't really know this time around exactly what you know, to, uh, what to look for, anything specific to be, to that's, you know, those, those special record store day releases. I I don't know exactly what, um, I would have in mind. I'll, I'll know it when I see it. Like every, every, every time I'm in the music shop and, you know, the young clerk comes up, is there something I can help you with? I'll just say, you know what? I'll know it when I see it. Like I've narrowed it down to about two hundred now, <laughs> and and when when I when I narrow it down to two or three or whatever, then I think I'll be ready. So that's going to kind of be what today is. So before we do, before I do get on into my actual metal fix, dude. Yeah, I won another radio contest at work yesterday. I I love when you win radio contests, just because the (laughs) irony alone is amazing. (laughs) Because, because, um, like with my, with my my money job, I I only really have to dedicate about ten percent of myself to it. Just the nature of what I do. So, I have the terrestrial radio and an old fashioned ghetto blaster. That's real. That's really all I have for music. And of course. In the afternoon, this one classic rock station has a contest where they play three songs in a row, and they're all connected somehow. You know, whether it's band members, maybe the year, just one thing or another. Okay. They played three songs. They played Led Zeppelin's Black Dog, Toto's Hold the Line, and The Who's Squeeze Box. Off the top of your head. Can you think of something that connects those three? Okay, so hang on. So go through the songs. So Squeezebox, Black Dog. What was the other one? And Toto's Hold the Line. Toto, Black Dog, Squeezebox. Okay, so Toto was a dog and Black Dog is a dog, but I can't tie in Squeezebox. Well, I was thinking the first two songs, well, there's a Zeppelin 4 and there's a Toto 4. Oh. But then the Who song came on. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, there's no Who for. Right. Okay, but I immediately, it's like, okay, yesterday as we speak, and while I was doing this contest, was the anniversary of um, We Lost John Bonham. Oh, wow, okay. So now you see the connection between the three. All three have drummers that... (sighs) That, that passed away because Keith Moon was living the rock and roll lifestyle. See, and, I would have never gotten that from Toto. Um, well, when I called in, I was the second one in, and the DJ lady, she explained that Toto's drummer had passed away in 1992 gotcha. during a household accident or whatever, and I had to admit to her that, no, I never, I didn't know what happened, but I had actually... But I had said, okay, like I was the second caller through. The first caller didn't get through or di- didn't have the correct answer. I said, okay, it's, it's the anniversary. We, we lost John Bonham. So I'm going to say bands with drummers that passed away early. Ding, ding, ding. 
You win. Okay, great. Rock on, man. Thank you. Yes, yes. I won gift certificates to a gaming place and movie passes. So I'm going to take Mrs. Snowy out to the movies just as soon as we can. Nice, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, (laughs) to get me there, though, I wasn't the first one through. I dialed the number. It rang, it rang, it rang. I was the second contestant. The first contestant, a young lady, said, is it band members who died? And this DJ, she was, well, you, you, you got to be a little more specific. And then the contestant, the young lady goes, is it singers? Oh, oh come you got on. I go, yeah, uh, I don't know where I was, okay, when Robert Plant and Roger Daltrey died, you dumbass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Okay, like, these are Led Zeppelin, The Who. Yeah. You know, the biggest, two of the biggest bands in the world. Easy. Okay, Man. when Robert Plant dies, when Roger Daltrey dies, this is going to be fucking news. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, just slightly. I, oh, 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 I couldn't believe that. All right, all right. Obviously, this contestant, it's just someone. She tries to be the first one through every day and takes a guess. You know, <laughs> just, you know, and, and me, I don't care about the prize. I just want to win. You know, oh, like, yeah. I, I, I just want to compete. The only thing that I have an ego about is music. Like if there's a band, you know, like this, 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 this great band, their fifth album just dropped. And I'm like, fuck, what do you mean their fifth album? Never heard of them before. And it's like, it's a band I probably should have. Like that pisses me off. (laughs) You know, I I, I can't believe that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like plant is dead. You dumbass. I feel better now. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, get, get that off your chest. It's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but not everything is kind of all smiles and sunshine in the world <laughs> right now, shall we say. Because I had to make sure that I cranked um, Black Sabbath's Iron Man at some point this week. Because I don't know if you will remember this gentleman or anything but um road warrior animal he of the road warriors the pro wrestling team do you remember the legion of doom the road warriors it's kind of ringing a bell but like real real faint okay okay well the road warriors were this brutal pro wrestling tag team they were the first team to win both world titles in the AWA, NWA, and the WWF. They're this legendary tag team throughout the 80s. Just, they were, they they struck fear. Like, you knew it was a show, but the Road Warriors still had this way of striking fear in you. They were these two big muscle-bound goons with the war paint on and, you know, like, really scary and all that. They were big guys, strong guys, but they could move too. Like it was just, it was just absolutely amazing to see. We lost Road Warrior Hawk about 
I don't know, about 15 years ago, way, way too early. And um, just this week, we lost Road Warrior Animal. Wow. Their theme song, the song that they came to the ring in, was Sabbath's Iron Man. <laughs> okay. And, like, just as wrestling fans, and I'm, it's starting to happen to me now, just, just talking about it. As wrestling fans, when you heard the... Doom, 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 and then that 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 slide riff, I don't know what you call it, but the way Iomi plays the opening guitar riffs to Iron Man, you know? Oh, yeah. Like as 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 wrestling fans, when you heard that, you got chills. Like you did. I'm getting them on my leg and on the side of my head and the back of my arm now, just talking about when the Road Warriors to Iron Man would come to the ring. It just it was so beautiful, dude. When you get a chance, go on YouTube or something, find the Road Warriors entrance to Iron Man, or the entrance, their ring entrance with Iron with Iron Man. It's just it was a thing to behold. And unlike today, now with pro wrestling, like with the WWF now, where it's where it's everyone has music and there's fireworks and lasers and yeah. all these bullshit entrances and all that very few back then in the old territory days of pro wrestling very few had ring entrance music so when the road warriors came to the ring to iron man or the rock and roll express came to elo's rock and roll is king or whatnot it was something special yeah yeah, yeah. So Black Sabbath's Iron Man will always, you know, have a special place not only in the metal world but the pro wrestling world. And of course, our condolences go to the Laurenitis family for the loss of um, Road Warrior Animal. Yeah, yeah. On our, I called up the, uh, I called up Ducky and Matt on our brother program, Wrestling Night in Canada, and said, "Hey guys, you better bone up on your Road Warriors." I'm going to have a few things to say about it. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, shortly after you're listening to this, you'll tune into our brother program and check it out. I think I just about got everything. A couple cool records across my desk because we got not one but two awesome creature features today, courtesy of our good buddies at relapse Records, so i'm really excited first off um a new record from the hard the, from the crusty hardcore band i guess you want to call it they're called horse whip their latest record laid to waste came across my desk and it's just it's that wicked type of um hardcore that i really dig like when you can mix up your punk and hardcore like with some crust or some grind or some metal something something cool crossover like that that's definitely something i can get into and horse whip is a band that i've been playing all week as well really cool death metal band voracious scourge their debut I just record like that name yeah yeah voracious scourge their debut record in Death came across my desk. And at first when I saw it and I saw the name, okay, Brutal Death Metal and all that. Okay, I'll give it a shot when I get a chance to and all that. But it's once again, I kind of wish that I jumped on it as soon as I did. Because not only is it really cool, 
But the band itself, a really cool death metal all-star band. And I know in the underground, no one likes that term, but it's kind of the best way to describe it. In a voracious scourge, the vocalist is sinister vocalist Andre Klusterward. On drums, former suffocation drummer Mike Smith. And their bassist, yeah, yeah, and this even more so. Their bassist is Tony Choi, he of atheist and pestilence fame, dude. Oh, if, yeah, yeah. If you would know who Tony Choi is, then yeah, you you being a bassist. So I don't know. Maybe this is a band you are going to want to check out, which you are right now because we're going to drop a track from said voracious scourge in death record. This is Heaven's Scorched.
That is Inertia Waits. Yeah, I told you that was some really cool stuff, for sure, for sure. That stuff is available now. Go check it out. While you're doing that, since, well, it'll be after the fact. You know, it'll be a couple days already after Record Store Day when you hear this. So you probably wouldn't be able to take advantage of any record store day, day deals for the new Primitive Man record. Immersion is now available on the racks. And you, dude, you like your, you you kind of like your doom. I do, I do. Rock really turned me on to that, man. Right, right. Into the doom, and once you start getting into the death and the bizarro, the noise, doom, and all that, I think Primitive Man, if you're not already aware of them here is your opportunity with that new record it got me stoked got me really excited to sit down and talk to vocalist axman ethan mccarthy and actually this interview kind of took a little bit of doing we got some signals crossed here and there and when we finally (laughs) we finally sat down and got it done really excited about the end result and the new record and to play it here but i will say i will say ethan when you come to winnipeg the beer is on you my friend let's just leave it 
at <laughs> that. So to get us to our chat with Mr. McCarthy, let's drop a track from the Immersion record. This is Primitive Man with Entity.
First and foremost, I guess probably what we should get into is you're doing the press circuit right now, I believe, promoting the new album, Immersion, which is kind of a unique word, you know, where it doesn't have death, skull, blood, or anything like that that you might accept, accept from an extreme metal band. So I'm assuming there is some sort of idea or concept behind this. Um, yeah, it's just kind of about being immersed in your problems and taking a real hard look at them and and not sugarcoating anything that's <laughs> going on. You know, going on. So. Right, right. I imagine when you're like off off air, you and I were talking about how here in Winnipeg everything is so distant from one another. So it gives it must give you like on the road lots of time to be, you know, lost in your own thoughts. So is that where you get the majority of your ideas, just bouncing from town to town? Um, some, you know, sometimes. It just, it, it definitely is a part of it. Um, but I, I get my ideas just from living every day. So, you know, if I'm on tour a bunch, I'm obviously going to be thinking about what I have going on then and, and all that sort of thing, you know. Right, right. Um, with no touring going on because of all this crap that's that that's going on, I guess it's given you is is has has it afforded you at least the opportunity? Okay, the new album just just dropped, but how are we used for using this time in the future? Um, we started writing songs for some other things we're doing, like some collaborations and some splits and stuff. Um and just kind of still trying to get together. We didn't get together for a couple of months, you know, but we kind of were just like, well, obviously this is not going to end, so we better try to get together. So that's kind of where we're at now, so just focusing on those things and trying to stay positive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, like, with this, with, with like I said, with everything that's going on, it's vital that bands be touring now more than ever. you got to be on the road all the time and with no gigs. It must be so tough right now for, for bands. This shit sucks. I don't know anybody who's happy about it. Everyone is pretty miserable. I have had a couple of like people who go on tour every five years be like, well, I'm just fine with it. And I'm like, of course you are. But anybody else who <laughs> does this all the time is not, not happy about it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And with the border with the U.S. border being closed and no shows coming up here, like it, the majority of my interviews are in person and all that. So mm. it's, it's, not, it's not just bands and all that, but, but promoters are being affected and as well, just right across the board. It's an absolutely brutal time. Yeah. Um, and I'm also curious about your, the moniker itself, Primitive Man. Like, is it, is there an idea behind that, or does it just it's just a kick-ass idea or a, a um, kick-ass name? Um, I mean, we've been a band for such a long time now. I can't remember what I used to tell people. I'd have to look it up uh, to <laughs> tell you what I used to tell people. I haven't asked that question probably like eight years now or something. So. Wow. Well, we uh, we I, I I like to challenge my my subjects every once in a while. I, I like to pull out that question. That makes them go, oh man, <laughs> and, all, and, all, and all that. I I just definitely think it's um like it's 
with 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 your sound it's very it might hark 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 harken you back to like, the idea of of the primitive man that's kind of what i see with with it um before the drop of this new record, I believe you did like three promo videos for it. And I thought like, wow, with everything, like with the way the industry is right now, like are promo videos really that important? Um, we just like to have visual art to go with our music. It's just something that we've always done. Um, you know, we, we would have done it anyway if there wouldn't have been a pandemic. I think it's hard for me to answer whether or not it's important. My only real answer for you is that we wanted it. So we did it, you know. <laughs> Actually, that's the best reason, like, for your own your own satisfaction and for, you know, to, to, to create your own art. That's the reason I do this show. It's just for the idea of doing it. Have you gotten a lot of um, positive response from, from first, first of all, the record and from these three promotional videos? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, so far, probably our, our most well-received record, I would say. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, good, good, good so far. Good. We, we have done more with this one than we ever have, so it's pretty cool. It's surreal to watch, you know. Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, just fantastic, fantastic. And with this new record, um, I believe this is the second in a row with Relapse. Is this, um, this your home? Be, Sorry. So this will be this will be our fourth, fifth release with Relapse. Um, and then we've done a bunch of stuff on other labels, kind of splits and those sort of things in between right. those relapse releases. Um, so, so we've, we've done a lot of good stuff with them. They're, they're cool. To, you know, they're good to us. They're nice people down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing. What we're doing, so. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Yeah. They have a lot of stuff on the label and they're good friends of the show as well. They have a lot of stuff on the label that you can tell that, Sales be damned. We just really dig this, and we and we want to put it out there, which is, which is great for the artist. I think you guys are a really good fit with them. Thank you. You know they're cool, man. I I really, they definitely don't put out anything that they don't think is good. You know, and I think that that, that that's cool. I mean, so you know, it might not be the most uh, sellable thing in the world. They still believe in it, and they'll try to push it, which is what it was for us in the beginning. I mean, Primitive Man wasn't like a great-selling band or anything, probably for our first, probably up until this release. I would say that this is the first release that sold super well for them. So they've been eating shit on albums of ours for years. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, so like it, it took... It took our last full length, like, uh, I don't know, probably like four years to sell out of copies. Ah, right. You know, so they're, they're, they're all right. We like them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I assume, I assume though, you, you do a lot of your, I don't like this word, but a lot of your business selling records on the road and all yeah. that. And when you're not on, not on the road, that's kind of making it 
extra tough. So it's good that you have that 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 support from them. If anyone that well, who have already dropped a track from this record, but anyone that might have been hearing about you for the first time, um, maybe in kind of your own words, maybe give a quick the description of your sound, your musical vibe, just whatever might give the listener an idea of who you are. Um, I, would, I, you know, I would just say it's extremely dark, uh, dissonant sounding, slow metal with other stuff peppered in that is so heavy and extreme that sometimes it borders on noise. That's what I would say. Right on, right on. What what kind of artist kind of made you want to do this, or is this kind of just a little bit of everyone? Um, we all have a, a really wide range of influences. I mean, deciding to play in a doom band, you know, was influenced by Crowbar and Neurosis and Corrupted and Disembowelment and, and Godflesh and this kind of stuff, you know, uh, in mm-hmm. terms of the speed and, and that sort of thing. But taking it to this level and incorporating all the other stuff that we do uh, was just kind of us wanting to get to play around with uh, a lot of the stuff that we love, you know. Right. Right now, and I was having a conversation with a friend a little while ago, and it kind of, it's kind of relevant with Primitive Man, but there's just certain times that your sound is the best time to listen to it. Like, if I'm getting together with my buddies on a Friday night, I love Primitive Man, but if we're grabbing a case of beer or whatever, like we're partying to some old classic rock or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, not, like live, you guys are always a party, of course, but um, just what, like what kind of be the best time for you to listen to Primitive Man? Like what would you suggest? Um, so I think that we're similar, like, like to, to bands like Kane or something, um, where it's just not something that, you, like you said, that you're going to put on, you know, to have a beer with your friends. I think uh, we're a good band to listen to when you're traveling. We're a good band to listen to when you are by yourself. <laughs> I think um, it's... You know, because it is so dark and the subject matter is so heavy and introspective, I think that we are a band for people who want to face those things. And so I think that, you know, traditionally you would do that stuff by yourself. Um, but I've seen kids have sent us videos of them and their friends had begging for their LP. So maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> you know. That's great. I, I love that. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't really listen to like, you know, like Conate or some extreme depressive shit like that when I want to party. This is not what I'm right, doing. right. But you know what? Just for you, the next time that I get together, you know, with some beers with some buddies, we're gonna slap this new record on just because. Yeah, let me know how it goes. <laughs> I, I, I hope that it that you get the desired results. Say not, say not. And maybe um, you, one of your side side projects as well, Vermin Womb. Maybe kind of give us an update on what's going on there, if anything. Um, so we've been writing songs. We were doing that before the quarantine, but then obviously they put a range in things. Um, 
So I'm hoping to have something out, something new with that band next year. Um, I think we're probably like halfway through an LP's worth of material. You know? mm-hmm. Right on, right on. So hopefully we can get something from uh, from them soon. And finally, um, the next, well, it's, it's, I always kind of like to round out my interviews of like what's going to happen in the next 365 days. But uh, that's, kind of a tough call <laughs> with everything yeah. that that's going on. I don't imagine you're doing much. Well, here, let's see. What would you have been doing if this whole crisis never hit for the next uh, year or so? Well, we would have been on tour nonstop, probably. It would have been like at least 180 days of touring all over the world and trying to push this record and do that whole kind of thing and that would have been it. Uh, the how many um, like you're still a young band. You're you're still a young guy. But how many um, years do you think you've got left in the tank? Oh, I don't know, man. I'll probably be playing my whole life. I, I don't I don't like anything else, and I'm not. I don't have any other skills. You know, like I have a lack of skills here. This is what I put my life into. So, you know, right. You know what? No plan B. That's maybe words of wisdom. Well, I mean, I I worked in education for 15 years as like a paraprofessional, which is a teacher's assistant. Like I've done other jobs. I've just hated it the whole time. And in these last couple of years, we've been so busy and on the road so much that I haven't really been able to do that. So I'm not really eager to go back to that professional world at all. I, uh, I refuse because I was so miserable and I, you know, I've worked retail and construction and, you know, all sorts of other shit, but I just don't want to do any of that. If I can, if I can avoid it, I'd rather do art and music only.
That is a Primitive Man Label Mates Coffins from the record Beyond the Circular Demise. That is Forgotten Cemetery. And God, like Coffins, man, that is a band. We have to have them on. I don't know why we haven't had Coffins on just yet. Now I understand they're Japanese and all that. And, you know, time zones might make things kind of hard, but um, definitely. One of these times we're going to have to catch them at a festival or something like that, like M MDF. Hopefully, maybe they'll come up to uh, Montreal for the Quebec Death Fest or just just something really cool. And before that, right after that awesome chat with Mr. McCarthy, that is his other band that we spoke of in the interview from their decline record, that is a Vermin Womb with Rank and a File. Good stuff, good stuff. Thank you so much, Ethan, for joining us this afternoon. And before we get into his uh, chatting with Mr. Kyle Kennedy from Realize, another one of Mr. Carthy's label mates, I do want to make this a quick announcement here at Radioactive Metal, we are stoked. We are stoked for this Primitive Man um, connected idea here because, of course, as you know, um, there was no Quebec Death Fest this year, dude. As a matter of fact, like last weekend, okay, we would have been really scrambling like to get this, I guess, maybe this episode out because... I would have been in Montreal for the Quebec Death Fest. And me and Ducky, our good buddy Ducky, would have been down there rocking and rolling, strutting and strolling, styling and profiling for the good people <laughs> of Montreal. Never happened. Never happened, obviously, because of all of this COVID-ness. Well, they've announced September 17th and 18th of 2021, the Quebec Death Fest is going on. And just a couple of days ago, as we speak, Primitive Man has been added to that bill, along with uh, Black Metalers Craft and Legendary Death Metalers Severe Torture. Funny thing about that. <laughs> I just love that name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing about that is Ducky had sent me the text saying, dude, 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 like Primitive Man Craft Severe Torture has been added to the bill. Okay, cool. I say to Mrs. Snowy, oh, these bands have been added. Look, look, they've added severe torture to QDF next year. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, ah, severe torture, eh? Well, that sounds like a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, it's going to be a great fucking time. It's severe torture, man. I can't wait. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I kind of... I kind of see what she's saying <laughs> with that, with that. So those awesome bands have been added along with Dismember, Razor, Violence has returned. Uh, recent Radioactive Metal alum, Incantation. I can't wait to catch up with John McIntyre there. Uh, the Legendary Massacre, Infernal Majesty, Flesh Crawl, Forgotten Tomb, a whole whack of wicked bands next september 17th and 18th for the quebec death festival they also announced this week as well 
in 2021 in Montreal as well. The Ear Slaughter Festival what is going to be going on. It's it's basically um, Quebec Death Fest, but all grindcore. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that has been announced. We are already making plans for that because, unfortunately. With everything that's going on in the world, I'm not really confident about how, you know, if I'm going to make it to Maryland to get into the U.S., if there is even going to be a Maryland Death Festival and all that. <laughs> I honestly thought you were going to say, even if there is going to be a U.S. after hey, the election in November. <laughs> after, after the election, dude, there might not be. There might not. Well, that's why you I was going to say you guys got to stay healthy so I can cross the border. Might have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, there might not be a, a Maryland Death Festival. So I decided, you know what? Let's make our plans for ear slaughter as well. Because also, um, next May, okay, is going to be my 50th. Wow. And I'm thinking I should... I'm really I'm thinking instead of being in Maryland, I should really for my fiftieth, I should be at home. I mean, you know, with, with friends and family. That weekend, Flotsam and Jetsam are supposed to be here. So, you know, maybe we'll turn that Flotsam and Jetsam concert at the Park Theater here, which Ninja Cat is putting on. You know, maybe we'll turn that into Snowy's fiftieth birthday party. That'd be killer. Whatever. So yeah. So unfortunately, all of our American listeners that were kind of hoping to catch up with me at MDF next year. Sorry, it's uh, I don't I don't kind of see that happening. But of course, everyone, you know, get your butts up here in uh, June and September for the ear slaughter and the Quebec Death Fest. It should be a really good time. You like your industrial music as well, do you not? Oh, I do, man. I, yeah, do. I know, I know. Like you remember the 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 great heyday, the late '80s, early '90s industrial bands like Godflesh, Pitch Shifter, Ministry. Yeah, up, dude. Up KMFDM. Sorry. KMFDM. Yeah, yeah. Up here in Canada, we had the great Mal Havoc, Monster Voodoo Machine, all sorts of really cool industrial metal music just released yesterday as we speak is the relapse debut of the industrial metal band realize okay just plain old realize like i realized you know that today is record store day just (laughs) realize you you realize that today i realized that today yeah (laughs) yes yes this is the new project from one Kyle Kennedy he of sex prisoner fame which That's we, such a we great name. it is it really is it really is and sex prisoner is an absolutely amazing band but they lean you know more towards the the power violence the grindcore etc and all that so the more industrial sound of realize is definitely that yin and yang that mr kennedy is pulling off so well 
So, since the new album Machine Violence just dropped yesterday, it was a really good time to sit down just yesterday. Just a couple hours after the record hit the stands, we had this awesome interview and got behind everything to do with Realize and Sex Prisoner. And it made for a really cool chat. So to get us to our chat with Mr. Kennedy, and of course that was a pro wrestler as well, now that I think about it, Mr. Kennedy! I hope, I hope <laughs> Kyle... I hope Kyle remembered. <laughs> Here's that. Well, anyways, to get us to our chat with Mr. Kennedy, let's play the first single from the new Realize record. This is Disappear.
First and foremost, with everything that's going on in the world, I always like to start off by talking, by asking my subjects, how are you doing right now health-wise? Are you safe and sound and healthy and happy? Yeah, um, I'm able to, to work from home. So, you know, my exposure to any sort of virus is, is low. But, um, yeah, um, uh, you know, I'm fortunate to be able to do that. And, you know, my family has all, has all been, uh, you know, healthy and, you know, we're good spirits. So, um, you know, I can't complain, you know, given, uh, given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm asked, I just I like to say, you know, I'm better than most, not as good as some, and <laughs> that yeah. seems to be that seems to be a good answer that everyone seems to uh, yeah, seems to be happy answer. with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not a it's not a, not an ideal world right now. Obviously, it's kind of weird and crappy, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate, and it's a lot crappier for other people. But you know, you make you make the most of it. Oh, for sure, for sure. And we're going to make the most of it right now because you have this uh, cool new record that drops, I believe, today as you and I are speaking, Machine Violence. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, This is kind of, uh, it'll be, we'll be introducing this band um, to a whole new set of audience with our listeners here. So maybe you might want to give like, just give a little introduction as to what the band is. Just a quick bio, who you are, what you do, your mother's maiden name, whatever you think <laughs> might, might, might be best to get some idea of what's going on here. Yeah. So the, our band is, is realized uh, we play in industrial metal in the same vein as um, early eighties, or not early 80s, late 80s, early 90s, industrial metals such as Godflesh, uh, Nail Bomb, uh, Ministry, Scorn, Pitch Shifter. Uh, those are kind of some of the, uh, the the notable acts from that era and kind of the sound we're, we're, we're modeled off of. Um, we, use a, we use an old school Elisa's drum machine uh, for, for, our, for our drums. So, you know, it's kind of got that, that retro sound to it. And it's just, other than that, um, you know, it's really riff heavy, um, really aggressive. Um, yeah, we're based out of Tucson, Arizona. So if you're a fan of that era industrial metal and, um, I guess, heavy, angry music, uh, this is for right. you. Right on, right on. And they, this record is being uh, picked up by Relapse as well. Yeah. That's that's cool. Um, was this, this your first record with them i believe it was yeah they they uh released our our first album digitally um but uh our first album was released in uh in in 2017 and and re-signed with with relapse uh earlier this year in in 2020 like i think right before all the covid stuff happened if i remember correctly (laughs) oh oh. okay uh, and they, uh, they, they wanted to release, uh, the, our first record's called Demolition. They wanted to re- release Demolition, uh, digitally. So, um, they did that. Um, the first record w- was released on vinyl by, uh, To Live Lie out of North Carolina and RSR out of Germany, split, split release. But yeah, so this is our first, uh, I guess, full release on, on Relapse. Right on, right on. How did they discover you, or did you go to them, or? 
Yeah, yeah. I I was after we had finished the record, I was approaching different labels to see, you know, if they're interested in it. And um, a member of our band uh, knew uh, someone at, at Relapse from a while back, so you know, he recommended that we reach out to him, and uh, um, it, they ended up being interested in it, and uh, it you know, worked out. They've been really great to work with. It's been an awesome label. Right on. Yeah, for sure. Great people. We work with them a lot. Um, yeah. Kind of a unique moniker for your band and all that. What is there? A, the, what's the rhyme and reason behind it? The, the band itself. Like the 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 band name, realize like that's oh. that's kind of out there. Yeah, uh, I I got it from a uh, machine violence song. It's off of their their first album, uh, Burn My Eyes. It's uh, it's kind of like an outro song, but but the song title is called Realize, Realize, Realize. So I, I kind of like that it was ambiguous, you know, like which one is it? Um, okay, yeah. So I'm a fan of fan of Machine Head, and yeah, I kind of kind of like that name. And then I I made the logo on on the computer, and I just I like the way it looked, so I ran with it. Okay, because that's that's what immediately came to my mind when I saw your name, the whole realize, realize, realize. And it's like yeah. I wasn't too sure if there was any actual connection to that. And it's like, oh, cool, well, score points for me, I guess, right on. Yeah, yeah that's exactly where it came from. It's kind of like, you know, like what is, like when you hear it, uh, which one is it? Is, is it, you know, I guess it could be a different meeting based on how you hear it. Right on, right on, well. It's working. It's working. This, though, this project is definitely a far cry from your work in Sex Prisoner, though, I would definitely say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, that was kind of a reason why I, I started this band. Um, I wanted to, to you know, challenge myself, trying to you know, write in a different style of music, um, now, I was curious on how to how to program kind of an old drum machine and, and use that to compose songs. So it I, I guess my, my intention from the start was to, you know, have a band that's quite different and distinct from Sex Sex Prisoner. Um mm-hmm. you know, obviously have fun along the way, which I have had. So uh but yeah, it, it two 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 different genres but not not so far out from each other. <laughs> Right, right. I was just thinking, like, could both bands, not that you'd want to do double time, perhaps, but um, would you think both bands would go well on the same bill? Yeah, I do. Um, the, you know, the Tucson, the, the city where we're from, it's a mid-sized city. Not, not a, in fact, I don't really know of any other industrial acts out here. Um, that are playing shows. So, you know, naturally the shows that we play are with hardcore punk metal bands. So, you know, we really do play mixed shows um, and, you know, shows that, that Sex Prisoner would play. So um, it's, it's not outside the realm of possibility that, that we would uh, play with each other, but I would probably – not want to because I'd probably be too tired because I sing yeah, in both bands. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know that I would be able to swing it. 
Right, right. Do you get any backlash from any crossover fans, like when they see the drum machine and, you know, you, you get some of those grind and hardcore purists like, oh, what are we watching here? Or are you find out, you know, are they your audience a little more open-minded? I think I think the audience, you know, for the most part, the the audience, you know, understands where the the genre comes comes from and what we're trying to do, and you know, it's a little bit different. So I think they appreciate it. Um, you know, that being said, there's always going to be, you know, the the purists or the people who just aren't into it and step outside, and think it's lame or whatever. But you know, that, that's okay. You can't please everyone. You have to please yourself first. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's you're not you're never going to please everyone, and everyone's entitled to their opinion, and they can they can listen to what they want to. Right on, yeah, for sure, for sure. What about an update with Sex Prisoner? Because I've actually wanted to have you on the show talking about them at one time, but for one reason or another, it just never happened. So I'm extra stoked to have you on tonight with this project as well. But maybe give us an update on what's going on with Prisoner. Yeah, we're. Uh... We're we're still you know a, an active band. We played some shows earlier this year. In fact, our last show was like March 14th, like right before everything shut down. Oh, right. Last show and right before everything shut down. Yeah, we're still playing shows. We still you know we're we're all friends in that band. We've known each other for a really long time. And I mean, my brother's in that band, so it's you know we're all really close. And um, you know, just for one reason or another with life we've have had other you know priorities or other focuses so we haven't you know written a whole lot of new stuff lately but we do have uh planned to to do a split probably a split seven inch with uh fight it out from japan um, oh, right on. we've been been kind of lazy about 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 writing it but that's kind of the next thing on the docket for us um so yeah, we're, we're still we're still kicking and and we're alive. We're just kind of a little quiet in 2020. Right, right. Okay, well, good. It's some some to look forward to. Definitely, definitely. Um, and um, coming up, we have um, October is fast approaching. Um, the how that means like the Halloween season is approaching and all that. Yeah. And so right now, I'm kind of asking all my subjects like. Growing up, or when you were younger and all that, what um was Halloween a thing for you and your family? Did you guys get right into it? Yeah, we did. We would uh, carve pumpkins and uh, go trick or treating. Um, we had some you know, neighbors who we would trick or treat with, and yeah, we were into it. We never did like any Halloween parties or anything, but it, you know, it's kind of low key. We would you know dress up and do trick or treating and you know have fun as kids. And uh, I, I actually have a son now, so we've uh, he's he's won this this upcoming Halloween will be his second Halloween. So we dressed him up last year. He's he's really bald last year, so we dressed him up as Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> nice! Is, yeah, this year I think he's going to be like a lion or something. So uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're into it. We're, you know, it's it's pretty low key, but we 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 like to partake in the festivities. Right on, right on. Did you ever do the King Diamond or Kiss or anything like that when you were a kid? Uh, I'm trying to think if I was uh, anybody in music. I don't think that I was. Um, 
I was really young. I remember I was a, a football player one year. I think that was the, I think that was it in terms of like the non, you know, like monster, like werewolf type stuff. I, right. I, I don't recall. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and what about horror films? It seems like aggressive music and that 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 type of film seem to kind of go hand in hand and kind of have the same audience. Are you big into those at all? Actually, I'm not too big into horror films. Uh, I, I'm more into to sci-fi uh, films. Um, I mean, I, I, I really like Alien. That's kind of like a crossover horror uh, sci-fi film. But I'm mm-hmm. not too big into um, horror or, or slasher films or anything like that. But um, I, I do like sci-fi, which I guess is kind of kind of close to that. Right, right. What was your first science fiction film that you remember seeing as a kid? Do you recall? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it had to have been Terminator or Total Recall or, or something like that. Um, right. You know, one of those Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Um, I want to say Terminator. Right on, right on. I can remember when I, I was like 79. I was eight years old, and my parents took me to see Alien in the theater. Oh, awesome! I know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some reason, that always that always kind of stuck in my head. And people are like, "Oh, how can your parents take you to that scary movie?" And it's like, <laughs> well, no. It was more science fiction than anything else, you know, because there was Star Wars and Flash Gordon and all that. Like, yeah, it really it really wasn't that bad as as a parent, and I guess if it's with she's just a just a wee one, but this type of entertainment is that entering your head at all, or is that just like you know what I'm not going to worry about it for a while yet? Yeah, kind of the latter. Uh, he he's he's really not interested, and in, sometimes we'll put on TV, put on a movie, and he's just really not interested. He's curious and what's in front of him and not on the screen, which is kind of a good thing. Cause I think kids are a little too distracted by screens, but, um, you know, my, my parents weren't too censorious with what we watched as a kid. Uh, you know, my dad was into action films and like war movies. So I remember I was watching horror movies when I was really, really young, five or six. So I don't know. It's, it's just maybe taken on a case by case basis when they're young, but, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the, at the same time, you know, set expectations with them. You know, no, this is a story being told. This is art. You know, this is right. Some someone telling a story, and this is how they're expressing themselves. So, you know, kind of separate, you know, art from reality, I guess. And someday your kid's going to um, find Daddy's discography and find the Sex Prisoner <laughs> record. Yeah. yeah what? No, what? <laughs> What's your plan yeah, I've, for I've that? About that. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Well, maybe we'll have this conversation in another ten years and yeah, find yeah. out and yeah, find I'm out. Sure I'm, I'm, sure I'm sure they'll probably think it's just lame or something. <laughs> oh no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. If if um, if uh, Tom Ray from Slayer, his kids are probably like, yeah, whatever. You know, so if if that's if that's the case, then I you I wouldn't worry about it. Um, finally, I'll let you get on with your weekend here. Thank you for your time and the great new record. Um, maybe just give a little bit of like if you were to 
give yourself your your younger you like a bit of advice you know on on anything to do with the band or music what would you say to yourself um i would say um you know be yourself treat everyone with respect um you know try to make friends enjoy yourself along the way and uh never give up
I know you're really going to dig Mal Havoc. That was the title track from their first record, simply called Release, which Mal Havoc back in the day, early 90s, 1990, I think this first record came out on this on the on the small independent Canadian label Epidemic Records. They had a lot of really cool bands. There's Mal Havoc, I remember overthrow was on that they uh they released the uh the first cynic demo as an official release on the label way back in the day and mal havoc was one of those bands that really caught my attention i had the the good opportunity to actually meet mal havoc and this was 19 this is the early 90s 91 i want to say um, this was before Little Snowy came along. So Mrs. Snowy and I, we made our way to Toronto for one of the Fangoria Weekend of Horrors convention. There was um, some horror film personalities there that I wanted to meet. So we made the trek over there. Epidemic Records had a um, had a booth and all that. And Epidemic was run by Ron Sumner. He of Slaughter fame, the original Slaughter, the real Slaughter, running the Epidemic booth for the first half of the convention were the guys in Mel Havoc. So I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm like saying to my wife, it's like, I, I think those are the Mel Havoc guys. You know, this was pre, pre, uh, pre radioactive metal and all that. So I'm totally marking out. I'm being a total fan, fanboy over there. Went over there, met Mal Havoc, you know, told him I bought a whole bunch of these records that they had for sale. I bought them at an HMV in Winnipeg. And they were like, really? Our shit's up in, you know, HMV in Winnipeg? That's awesome and all that. So they gave me a bunch of, uh, they, 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 they gave me a bunch of, promo pictures and posters and all that and ron ron's gonna be here later don't tell him i gave you this stuff and, huh. <laughs> and all this so the, we took all this stuff and we ran it up to our room because later on mal havoc were gone but ron sumner from slaughter was running the booth oh that's cool and all that, yeah, yeah. So not only did I get to meet Tom Savini and Linnea Quigley and Herschel Gordon Lewis, but I met Ron Sumner from the Mighty Slaughter as well. That was really cool. And I remember the guys from Malhavoc later that night. They were like, "We're going to Buffalo tonight for a show," and all that. Do you guys want to come? You guys should no. go there. Oh, that's there. cool. And all, and all that, it's like, no, I don't think we can. I don't think we can. We got other things going on and all that. Kind of to this day, I kind of I kind of regret not being able to do that. But the funny thing about that is uh, a couple months later, Malhavik had crossed Canada. And I caught them at what was now the infamous Albert, which is, of course, the CBGBs of Western Canada. So, yeah. Special memories about um, Canadian industrial Malhavik, dude. I'll send you some links, some YouTube, something, and just 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 as a reminder, I really think you're going to dig that. And right after our cool chat with Mr. Kennedy was his other band, 
sex prisoner that was power violence wonderland from that really really awesome split with the hardcore band harm done that is two two cool bands and if you can get them both on a split like that's just that's music heaven for for a guy like me i wish i wish like more imagine like exodus and testament doing a split single now or, you know, like a, a split 12-inch or something. Like, how off the hook would that be? You know, like... Oh, my I, goodness. Oof. Yeah, yeah. You just something... Something the next time we have those bands on the air, we got to poke them. We'll poke Chuck. Chuck and, you know, the guys from Exodus. Why don't you guys do this? <laughs> that's how my... That's how, that, that's how people get my attention. They just kind of give me a little... Poke. Snowy. <laughs> so, yeah, available now the new Realize record, Machine Violence. And of course, before that, the new Primitive Man, Immersion. Go and check them out. And as for right now, stick around here because you are going to want to check out today's Indie Spotlight. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. We're going to stay in Canada and go to Montreal, actually. Speaking of all of that great Montreal chat, the new, newish Thrasher's Homicide have a wicked new release left for dead that came across my desk gave it a spin really good stuff let's get into something in this week's indie spotlight montreal's homicide with scorched earth
slash homicide montreal or official homicide.bandcamp.com to get your okay. copy of left of four dead official homicide like yes. just, just like can we just take that in for a second official you know, homicide i'm so i'm so glad that you're here to see this stuff because oh, shit, honestly dude. Uh, when when I'm compiling this stuff and I see so much of it all the time, I'm just, I'm bombarded every day with new bands, new records, and all that. I I I don't always get to stop and smell the roses. And yes, you're right. Official it's so homicide. Funny. Official <laughs> it's homicide. Like, that that is a great band name too. It really is. Like like <laughs> I mean like just official homicide is a killer name. I feel like we need to go trademark that right now. Like, damn, Patent brother. Pending. Radioactive metal, patent pending, official homicide. So <laughs> damn funny. <sighs> Check them out there. Well, my friend, I laughed, I cried, I screamed, I yelled. And, and then you like had I your said, coffee and everything was fine. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm actually having my true cobalt coffee in my hardwired mug that you sent me. Oh, rock on! Today. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention that at the top of the hop there. But yeah, so I'm almost out. I'm going to go down. I'm going to fill it up. I'm going to pound back another cup and then i'm going to make my way out for uh record store day maybe hit the magazine racks rock on, as man. well i can't wait to talk about what you pick up because i was thinking about going to my store today and then it's the same thing like if you want the exclusive stuff you got to be there at 8 a.m you get 15 minutes in the store you stand in line social distance which, which again like we talked about makes sense because these cases are up and down but I'm like, oh, is there anything I really want to go for? And then, like, um, my son wants to go. Oh, here we go. And and he actually really wanted to go today. 
But he wants to go get stuff that's not on record store day because he wanted to actually pick up a CD for his sister, which is kind of sweet. Aww. And um, I'm you like, go, boy. okay, um, I wasn't planning on going today, but I think the next, well, the final one here in October, um, it will probably get something. Because I, I, I might hit it next week, too, because we have some stuff that should be waiting for us at the comic book shop. And luckily, our comic book shop is not very far from Monster Music. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I wish I could join you guys. Oh, dude. I, yeah. I have a feeling like the places that, you know, you, me, and, and my son would go, we'd, we'd, we'd just have a great time. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, and wait till he's 18 and I take him to his first strip joint. Uh, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure? But I appreciate, I, I appreciate that, you know. Let's, let's see if I can get him puking in the back lane. <laughs> um, no, like, can we at least wait till he's 21 for that one? Oh, right, yeah. You guys have that dopey 21 rule. Okay. Wait, is it still 18 in Canada? It's 18 in Canada. Still? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Thought it, I thought it changed to 21 in some places. No, oh, God, no. Imagine imagine being 18, okay? You just turn 18, and then two days later, they bump it up to 21 on you like oh, to get into the bars and all that. Especially if you're a music fan. Yeah. You know, like the days when the zoo here were open and and all that like it just uh, imagine like you mi- missing all those shows and then you're finally i'm 18 i can get in oh sorry metal john um you know we're moving it up to 21 like ah uh. dude me- metal john that sounds like what a metal pimp would tell his metal hooker <laughs> i'm gonna get you a metal john yeah yeah uh, how can people get a hold of us? Well, they can use the internet. On the interwebernets, they can point their browser to radioactivemetal.org. That has all of our episodes. Go back, peruse the wonderful soothing sounds of radioactivemetal.org. Um, definitely, if this is the first time you're listening, you need to go to the episode immediately before this because we interviewed Scott Bengel last episode. Mm. And if you're like, who's that? Listen to SM2. And then you'll be like, oh, holy fuck, I got to listen to this because uh-huh. it was a great talk. I was telling John Caddick about that today. He's like, dude, no way. Um, you know, so when other podcasters get excited, that's when you know you got something good. But For sure. so yeah. radioactivemetal.org, that's a good place. You can drop us a line anytime at our Gmail, radmetal666 at gmail.com. Drop us a line on Twitter and Instagram at radmetal666. Um, I have been trying to diligently post Friday or Saturday, depends, the pictures of the things that we talk about in the Metal Fix every week. So like when I talk about shirts, books, all that sort of stuff, I'm posting it. Um, better be careful about which sex prisoner picture I send you, though. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Better I, not just Google sex prisoner. I images. will probably go on a po- posting moratorium for our Valentine's Day episode. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, like, like if anyone who's been around for that one, that's when we get a little tongue in cheek. But anyway, um, I'm missing something. Rad Metal. So no, Facebook.com slash Rad Metal. You can check us out there because we have an event coming up on October 30th. We are going to host a live listening event for the uh, D. Gregorio Project. Ah, yes. And so and that event can be found out there. And then, of course, a live here is first every Thursday, purerockradio.net. 
And we are a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network, along with our wrestling buddies at a wrestling night in Canada. Um, so you can find us all there. And thanks to the partnership we have with Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com, you can also listen to us on the Spotify because we are a part of that family and threaded through that whatever it is. And I feel like that's everything. Did I miss something? I feel like that's all of it. One of the things your cool Uncle Snowy kind of enjoyed doing way back in the day was that old-fashioned snail mail. I was knee-deep. Pen-banging. Yeah. I was, I was, I was knee deep in that whole pen banger scene, you know, in the back of Metal Forces magazine and later on in Metal Maniacs magazine where you'd, you, you'd, you'd post a little ad saying what, what bands you were into and you wanted to communicate with other metal fans all throughout the world through snail mail. And of course, you know, we tape traded and demo traded and all that really cool stuff. Well, if anyone, any of our listeners want to communicate with your cool Uncle Snowy that way, the old pen bangers way, by all means, contact us through any one of our means that Mr. Aaron had just mentioned and set me up with an address and I will be more than happy to kick it old school with you to get us on out of here and get on with our Saturday um, Dark Descent Records recording artist Gorophilia their new record In the Eye of Nothing you're going to want to check out the first single Simplicity of DK in the meantime and in between time that's it This has been a primal episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Soy White. This is Aaron. Signing off.
Jackson.